Welcome back to another episode of Crush and Lemons. As always, my name is Ryan and I'll be your host each episode. As the old saying goes, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Here on Crush and Lemons, we're dedicated to sharing the inspirational stories of our guests each week who've persevered through life's challenges. On today's episode, our special guest is Jen, and she's going to share her story of what it was like losing her job due to a global pandemic and how she was able to rebound from that experience. She's going to talk about how she's following her passion to help others and how that's worked into a new career path. And I'm going to share how, even though Jen may not have known it, but she had a hand in the creation of Crush and Lemons. And now it's time to sit back, relax, grab some lemonade, and join us as Jen sits down and tells her story of how she was able to take her lemon moment and make her very own lemonade. So welcome back, everybody. Today's episode, our special guest is Jen. And to get the episode kicked off, I will turn it over to her to introduce herself. All right, Ryan, thanks for having me. Uh, My name is Jen, and I am a mother of four. I am originally from Utah. I have a wonderful husband who's a professor at Michigan Technological University. That's where I also used to work. And I'll talk a little bit more about that as we talk about my lemons. (laughs) And I have really high hopes for the future. And that's pretty much all I can think about me. I'm a work in progress. How's that? I mean, that's completely fair. Um, So let's just (laughs) (laughs) let's just dive right in, kind of set the scene, tell the story. What is your lemon moment that we're going to talk about today? All right. Well, I was working as a career advisor, as I said, at Michigan Tech, and I really loved being a career advisor. It was a lot of fun. I love working with students. I was helping them with resumes, job search, negotiation, interview, and I did love my job. It it morphed over the years, and um, there were a lot of times that I thought about leaving, but I was very comfortable, (laughs) and I just continued to stay. And then Um, this year is 2020 in April, they said, Hey, your contract is up on May 15th, but no big deal. We're just going to renew it for next year. It'll be fine. No worries. And then as things progressed with the pandemic, I started getting emails saying that there were some budgeting challenges with the university. And then we were getting mass emails about people being temporarily, um, on hold with their jobs and not being paid for the summer. And as those emails were coming out, it hit me. You're probably on the chopping block. And I, and it said that 190 people would be put on leave on May 15th, which was the day my contract was scheduled to end. So I kind of, I saw the writing on the wall. I had a feeling I was still showing up for work, but it was getting harder and harder because I think I, I just knew. And so the phone call came early May Hey, Jen, we're really sorry to do this, but we can't renew your contract. And so um, it wasn't a temporary leave for me. It was the end. It was the end of my four year career there as a career advisor and a communications manager. And that, my friend, is my lemon for 2020. Leading up to that phone call, what kind of things were going through your head as you kind of drew on the hints from other people in these mass communications and kind of saw this coming as part of your next uh, obstacle? Well, you know, 
it's funny. Like I was trying to prepare myself for whatever happened, but we were going through a pandemic, right? I, <laughs> I mean, we're all thinking we don't know what's going to happen. And so I was trying to be chipper. I was trying to add value to my job. I was trying to be present, but at the same time I was, I was hurting inside because I think I, I just kind of knew it was coming. And so I decided to paint my kitchen because I just needed somewhere to put all of this energy. And at the same time, we're quarantining and I am, I am such an extrovert and I'm not allowed to be around people and I'm trying to process all these feelings and these thoughts. And so I tried to show up, but it was so hard. I'll tell you, staff meetings were the worst because we knew that some of us might be let go or put on temporary leave. And, and it did turn out that half of our staff was either put on temporary leave or let go. So it was, it was a really difficult, it was a difficult time. And like I said, the irony was I was planning on quitting anyway. I was scheduled on May or let's see on March 5th of this year, I was going to meet with a realtor to start my own yogurt parlor, a frozen yogurt self-service shop. And I was scheduled to meet with my realtor on March 5th, 2020. <laughs> and one of my kids got sick. And so I, I canceled the, the showing of this commercial property. And my goodness, I tell you every day, I'm so grateful that I didn't buy, <laughs> I didn't buy a property before the pandemic. Cause could you imagine a self-serve yogurt shop, like trying to open <laughs> Oh, with the pandemic. So anyway, it's so ironic because it's, I don't know if you've ever dated someone and you're planning to break up with them, but you don't because you're comfortable and then they break up with you and you have to go through all the grief and the sadness of being the one that was dumped. Well, that's kind of what this experience was like for me. I wanted to break up with my job, even though I loved it, but I just wanted a new experience and bam, they, they broke up with me, Ryan. Once you, you got that phone call and knew that the end has come. What was kind of your biggest fear in that moment? Well, that's an interesting question. My biggest fear was, I don't know what's next. And, you know, it's, it's been difficult, I think, for a lot of us to navigate a future that is very unknown. Um, but the pandemic, I got to be honest, I'm kind of, I'm an optimist by nature and I was looking at all the opportunities that could be there and something interesting happened to me during this pandemic. I, I'm always usually a very like busy person who tries not to spend a lot of time thinking. <laughs> I just like to go, 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 but you can't do that when your life sort of stops. And so I've, I've, I've challenged myself during this pandemic to try new things and to be brave. And so during this season, like I said, I'm an extrovert and I've been isolated. So I've turned to social media and I started giving some kind of speeches. I started singing on Facebook live. I started putting myself out in the world and it was terrifying. Um, I was feeling what I call shame storms where I would put myself out online and then I would just like get this overwhelming, like, horror that I put myself out there that people were going to judge me and that I wouldn't be accepted and that I was going to have to crawl into a hole and never come out. So I, during the pandemic, I really gave myself a chance to be brave and try new things. And that's kind of, that's where I found my voice. Well, and I don't know if you know this or not, or if I've told you, but you were actually part of the creation of this podcast. 
Stop. Go, Ryan. Go. Tell me. So I actually watched one of your videos on Facebook. I think it was your one when you were talking about like your college experience and kind of turned away and chose to go a different route. And that got me thinking about all these different people who may have had times in their life where there were these drastic changes or times where they were down and didn't know what to do. And seeing so much negativity on the internet in general, I wanted to find a way to share positivity. Um, So after watching that video that you posted, I was like, I wonder if I could come up with some kind of a podcast that would relate to sharing people's story and giving them a voice. Um, So it was (gasps) Ryan. It was probably like two days or so after that video. I'd been thinking about this, that I actually started the process of getting the name, the branding equipment, all of that together to start and launch this podcast based on your video that you were sharing. Stop it. I have chills running up from my toes to my nose. I've got the chills. My jaw is on the floor. Thank you so much for sharing that because I got to say, when I put myself out there into the world, sharing these messages of positivity and hopefully inspiration, uh, you just never know what's going to come of that. And like I said, I have to overcome a lot of things in my brain um, to be able to put myself out there. And that story that you're referring to, I'm just going to tell the listeners who um, weren't able to hear it. So the story was I went to college to be a radio DJ. Um, and I, I got a theater scholarship. So I did theater for two years and then I changed over into broadcasting and it was time to go to the local university radio station and sign up to be a DJ. And so I go to the radio station and there's this glass door and it's closed and it's, and I'm looking at that glass door to the radio station and just this gut wrenching feeling comes and the thought, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if I'm good enough. I, I, I can't do this. And I just stood at that door and I froze. And instead of opening that door to that opportunity, I turned around and I walked away and I changed my major. So because of that fear of doing something that I was uncomfortable doing, I didn't do it. And so I kind of use that door as just an example of obstacles in our lives and, and opportunities. And, you know, there are times when, you know, if you have the drive, you have the passion, you have the motivation, I think you open that door and you walk in, but there are other times where we our fears, um, stop us. And so that's the story I shared. And the point, the reason I shared that story online is because I don't want to live my life like that anymore. And I, I want to help other people who have these dreams and these aspirations and these goals in their life to see the door, recognize those fears and open the door anyway. And so, like I said, I, I started putting out those videos and the feedback I was getting from people was, you should be a motivational speaker. You are so inspirational. Why aren't you a life coach? And so this was happening. I want to say this was happening in, in April, maybe March, April. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been like early April, I think. Right. So, um, hold on. I'm working. (laughs) Do not. I have them. Please, please. Sorry, I'm yelling. And my kids want the gaming headphones that we're currently recording on. <laughs> so um, I apologize. You're maybe going to keep that or maybe going to edit it. But what I was saying 
is, um, so anyway, in, in early March and April, I was making these videos and then I lose my job in May. And like I said, the fear was, I don't know what's next. And so what I decided to do, I, I'm thinking I'm a career advisor. I help people in their careers when they're stuck. I help them. So I'm going to advise myself. What advice would I give myself um, after losing my job? So what I did was I went and I took a career assessment. Do you remember those assessments? Like when somebody doesn't know what to do with a job, you say, here, answer these questions and mm -hmm. it'll give you suggestions, oh, yeah. right? So I did that. I did that. I sat down and I answered the questions and I, I looked at my skills and I looked at my interests. And the number one, the only thing that I am both qualified and skilled to do said motivational speaker. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, no, no, because I have, I have secretly wanted to be a motivational speaker since I was 17 years old. I am a self-help junkie. I love, I love personal growth and development and I love to help people. And I've always wanted to do this, but I was so afraid to say it out loud. Like when you hear someone say, I want to be a motivational speaker to me, it's the same as, as like a kid saying, I want to play for the NFL or like a, a dancer saying, I want to dance on Broadway. You think, Oh, sweetie, that's a great dream, but it only works for a few people. Right. So when I hear like your one skill and quality, you know, you should be a motivational speaker. The thing I think is, well, what I'm not an expert in anything. How am I supposed to inspire and motivate people? Like, what do I have that's going to make this work for me? So anyway, the rest of the list was interesting. Um, counselor, uh, bereavement specialist, communications manager, and career advisor um, were all in my top we're all in my top 15. So I'm thinking about these skills that I have. I do speak. I do love to educate and entertain and motivate and inspire. And so I sat there and I just started crying. I just started crying and I thought, this is my purpose. This is what I meant to do. I meant to help people. I meant to inspire and motivate. So thank you for sharing that story. Um, but here I am, I'm crying, thinking this is what I meant to do, but I'm crying because I hate to be alone. I hate it. I, um, all the business ideas I've had, I've always wanted to start them with other people because I just, I have a heart. I have weaknesses. We all have weaknesses and my weakness, I'm not super disciplined if I'm being completely honest. So how does someone without discipline start a business? And so I'm in there crying and my husband comes in and he says, what's the matter? And I'm like, well... I know that I am supposed to help people. I'm supposed to inspire and motivate and advise people in their lives, both personally and professionally, but I can't do it alone. And my husband says, I'm going to do it with you. And I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> And my husband is a business professor and he's an entrepreneur by heart. He's tried to start a lot of businesses in the 12 years we've been married. But um, to be completely honest, I wasn't as supportive as I probably should have been. Because again, some of my fears say, you know, like, ah, that's scary. Don't do it. So he says, I am so passionate about helping people and self-improvement and I want in. Let's do it together. And I said, if you're serious, I'm serious. And he said, I'm serious. And I said, okay, starting a business with a business professor makes perfect <laughs> sense. So I will be the people part and you be the business part. And he said, let's do this. So um, we said, let's do it. Let's start a business. We are going to start a business and we are going to help people improve their lives. That's what we're going to do. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be amazing. So that, my friend, is that's my lemonade moment. That is incredible. I, 
So I like how we've kind of come full circle in this conversation of you were sharing stuff online. I saw that, which inspired me to make a podcast, to bring you on as a guest, to share your story, to inspire more people. And hopefully the cycle just gets to keep going and we can reach a wide audience and really help inspire those people who are struggling and are facing those lemon moments in their life to know that even if you you hit a dead end or you feel like you're out of options, there's always more things that can be done. And it may be as simple as take a career assessment and see if what you're passionate about lines up with what your skills are. Um, and in your case, it sounds like it worked out pretty perfectly that the things you are passionate about <laughs> is what you want to pursue and continue to do. Um, so before... Well, do you want me to tell you? Oh, go, yeah. Is that a whole episode, Ryan? No, no that was not a whole episode. Um, I was going to say before we dive. I'm like, are we? Before go we ahead. dive too much more into your lemonade side of the story, um, thinking about kind of leading up to you've got this idea for a business you want to push forward. Um, what kind of motivated you each day to get up? Um, after losing your job, <laughs> being in quarantine, being isolated, how did you persevere through all of those challenges to come out on the other side? Wow, that's a great question. So I am an overthinker. I overthink and overthink and overplan and overplan. And I knew that in this situation, I couldn't do it. I was living through a global pandemic and life is not normal anymore. And I couldn't, I couldn't cope with things the way I normally would. So my husband says, let's start a business. I call my therapist. I say, therapist, this is what I'm thinking. And she says, I love it. This is, this is what you were meant to do. And I said, this is what I meant to do. So what did I do? I said, be brave. And I went back on the Facebook <laughs> and I said, Facebook friends, I lost my job. I'd already done a post about that. And I said, I lost my job and now I know what I'm going to do. You guys, I'm so excited. I am going to, I am going to be a personal advisor. I am going to inspire people both personally and professionally, and I'm going to do it with my husband. And I need 12 volunteers to be clients and be guinea pigs for me to start this business. So message me and, and I'm going to make you a volunteer client. And I did, I got, I got 13 people and they said, I want whatever you're selling. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I can't believe this is really happening. So, so I, instead of overthinking, over planning, I just said, bring it. And I, I started, so I put together a work schedule. I work, um, seven hours a week doing this right now. Um, and I just started scheduling people in half hour time slots. Like, here's your appointment. We're going to sit down. We're going to talk about your hopes and dreams. We're going to, my husband and I actually developed a model on a Sunday and said, I think this is going to change lives. We call it the evolve model. And we take people through six steps and figure out where they're stuck in their life. Is it because they're afraid to have aspirations? Is it afraid that they can't achieve, achieve them? Is it because they have obstacles? Like, where are you getting stuck? Why are you stuck? And let's figure out why you're stuck and we're going to, we're going to power through it and doing the same thing. We're not going to overthink it. We're going to try things and see what sticks and we're going to change your life. And so anyway, so here I take my 13 clients. I've got some starting businesses. I have some getting divorced. I have some working on relationships. I have, um, some that just say, I, I have a family, I have a job, I'm successful and I'm not happy. So I have 13 people here. And I schedule them in time slots and I just start doing 
what I do. <laughs> <laughs> and that is what motivated me. And honestly, I study motivation every day. Now I study motivation. I study drive. I study values. I study goals. I study discipline. I am in the psychology books. I'm in the business research. I, so I take appointments seven hours a day, but I live my life now trying to gain inspiration for both myself and other people. And that's what keeps me going. I'm, I'm not making any money at this right now, like literally zero but I am making a difference in people's lives. So, so my 13 volunteer clients, they've been everything to me. I'm doing it for them. And that's been my motivation. There's this amazing quote um, by Zig Ziglar, and I'm probably going to miss, I'm just going to give you the gist because <laughs> it basically, he says, people say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does taking a bath. And that's why we do it every day. I like that. And so I always, when I started this journey, I literally thought that there was a switch, like you switched on your motivation and then you went for it and that was it. But that's not true. It's, it's, it's about finding your motivation and then you lose it and then you find it and then you lose it and you find it again. And so that's why there is an industry of motivational speakers, life coaches, personal advisors, business advisors. It's because we all get discouraged and we all need a pick me up. We all need people in our lives to help us achieve our dreams and to accomplish things. So that's, that's what keeps me motivated. That's awesome. I, I, I feel like this podcast has been kind of part of my motivation as well. Like you were saying, um, I was similar to you. I was a casualty of the pandemic. My contract was ended and I was cut free to go do who knows what. Um, <laughs> So once I started interviewing people and sitting down with them and having these conversations, it's really a high point of my week whenever I do get to talk with somebody about their story because it reminds me and helps motivate me and pushes me to keep driving and keep working. And yeah, there may be a day where I don't feel like editing or producing anything uh, for any of the projects I'm working on, but just sitting here like speaking with you today, that this is giving me another push to get out there and get more interviews scheduled, get stuff edited, all, all ready to go. Um, because even podcasts like this and other podcasts could be the simple little motivation somebody needs in their life. And having it easily accessible is so important. So thank you for helping to motivate all of us and me personally. <laughs> No, I love it. Well, you know, Ryan, it, for me, it was heart wrenching. Like I, you, you and I have known each other for a couple of years now and you were on track to achieving your, what I would call life stream. Right. And then this crazy pandemic comes along and it, it just, it knocks us down and the key is to get back up. Right. But it's not easy to get back up. And I don't know. It's here's the thing is we all have these dreams. We all have these aspirations. And we think once I achieve that thing, I'm going to be so happy. But the truth is, that's really, that's really not what happiness is. In my opinion, happiness is, is being on a journey and progressing forward and growing and developing and being a better person and helping others. That's what actually makes us happy. It's not the actual achieving that thing. It's, it's moving towards it and then finding the path that brings you purpose. And so you never know the impact you're going to have on someone, but by, by doing things like this, you could help a listener. You could help the person you're interviewing. You can help yourself. Like we're all, we're all on this crazy journey together and we're all trying 
trying to fulfill like passion and purpose and find happiness in our life. So I love, I love that we're all, we're all on this journey together. Well, and I love that you use the word journey because like you were saying, a lot of people, I feel like worry about the destination, the end zone, um, and people forget to enjoy the journey and actually experience it along the way. Um, so having people refocus and remember the journey is half the fun of reaching the destination and kind of reflecting on that and incorporating that into their daily life as well. Oh, the journey is huge because honestly, the destination, I mean, it's important to have goals and I'm going to, it is important to have goals because it gives you a direction. I mean, you don't just get in your car and start driving and hope you find something that you need, right? You say, I'm going to Walmart, I'm going to get toothpaste and you go to Walmart, but maybe on the way there, you realize, Hey, I'd really like a, a, a shake. So you go get a shake and then, you know, you can still get your toothpaste later, but you, you go on a journey, but you need, you need some, you need some focus. You need somewhere to go. But I'll tell you, my, like I said, my husband's a business professor and he was very goal oriented. He decided many years ago, I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want a PhD. I'm going to be a professor. Well, guess what? He got all those things and he got there and he goes, well, now what? Now what? I've achieved everything I set out to do and it's been great, but I still need more. And so <laughs> that's the great thing about the journey, right? Like you get to the top of the hill and then it's like, well, do I want to climb another hill? Do I want to climb back down? I'm not done yet. You're not done. We're all, we just got to keep pushing ourselves. And so, yeah, I, we're all on this awesome journey together and there are ups and there are downs. And, and I, one thing Tony Robbins says that I love is that for some of us, our mess becomes our message. So bad things happen to us. And then we learn how to persevere. We learn resilience. We learn all these amazing things when bad things happen and they're not really always bad things, right? Sometimes they give us, they make us better. And so then we take that mess and we turn it into the message we share with other people. So losing my job was the greatest thing that could have happened to me because I went from being comfortable to being incredibly uncomfortable, but to being able to I don't know. I feel like I can change the world. I just have all these, like, I'm just excited. I'm optimistic. So yeah, that's how I feel about bad things. So as we kind of move back towards your lemonade uh, side of the story, and so you've got these clients, you're moving forward, you, you've got this business starting to roll. So what was kind of the most effective thing for you to turn your situation around? I know you mentioned that kind of working with those clients uh, every week really helped push you. Was there anything else along the way that really kind of was part of that turning point for you? Yeah, I have to say that the people in my life were important. Um, like I said, having my husband... Um, having a therapist, having like, even, you know, knowing that I was going to be on your show and I was going to talk about what I'm doing with my life. People matter. It's important that we have support systems, that we have people in our lives that can pick us up when we get knocked down. And so I definitely, I think sometimes we, bad things happen and we want to kind of like hide and, and I don't know what we want to do, but don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it for a minute, do it for a week, but don't do it forever. You got to put yourself back out there. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm trying to remember who it was. One of our previous guests talked about it's okay to grieve and take the time that you need. 
that that's part of the healing process and part of the overcoming your obstacles. But like you said, get back out there, try again, and you might strike out again. That that may be what happens. But as long as you learn from those failures and keep moving forward, eventually you can achieve what you're you're aiming for. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Like I had to grieve. Like I said, I was dumped like, and, and the hardest part for me was knowing I was never going back there. I, I'd given four years of my life to this job and it kind of felt like I was kicked to the curb, but thankfully my supervisor did give me an exit kind of conversation and said, I wouldn't have done this if I didn't have to, like, I would, I would want you back, but it, you know, it's probably not going to happen. And I needed to hear that. Like my soul needed to hear, like, you have value. We, we love you. Like we weren't excited to get rid of you. And so I definitely, I grieved. Like I said, I painted my kitchen. I went through being angry. I went through being sad. I went through all those emotions. I went through fear. I, I felt so, so much. I shed a lot of tears. I'm not going to lie. But again, like, I just feel like there comes a point when you have to keep moving forward, right? When you're hiking, there's a points where you got to take a break. You got to breathe. You got to, you got to do those things, but then you got to keep going. So yeah, grieving is important. I'm not, it is. So if you could go back in time to yourself, right? When you found out you'd lost your job, is there a piece <laughs> of advice you would give yourself knowing what you know now? This is one of my favorite questions to ask. Well, I, I mean, it's an interesting, I would go back. I don't know what I would tell myself. I've loved, I've loved experiencing everything, but I guess the comfort I would give to myself is every, I love to hear everything's going to be okay. Things are going to turn out better than you can even imagine. And, you know, you can't go back and give yourself that comfort, but I can, I can give myself some compassion. Like I had no idea at that moment that that would trigger such a phenomenal change in my life. And I guess I'd say that girl, what you've always wanted to do and been afraid to do, you're going to pursue it. You are going to help people like that is awesome. That's definitely a, a good way to look at it and a good piece of advice to give yourself. That is a lot of my questions. So I'm going to open it back up to you if there's any additional things you want to talk about or share that's been part of your journey or your lemonade um, that you want to share with the listeners? Um, well, I think it's important. Like I said, we're on a journey. We're all going to have obstacles that get in the way. And we either have to decide if we're going to remove that obstacle, if we're going to go around it, if we're going to go over it. And it's just, it's part of life. And if we, we don't want to, we don't want to make situations worse than they are. And we don't want to pretend like they're better. We just want to recognize this is happening and this happened and what's next. Right. And so, yeah, lemons. I don't know. I love a lemon. Like you don't want your lemon to, to I mean, I bought a bag of lemons the other day because I heard that if you drink lemon water for, for breakfast, it's just so amazing for your health. And I bought a bag of lemons and then, you know, I didn't get to use them all in time. So I got some moldy lemons in the bottom of the bag and I was like, <laughs> oh gosh, dang it. Like I should have, I should have made something with lemons in it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like lemons are amazing. And if you don't, if you don't take your lemons and use them, then they're just going to be moldy in the bottom of the bag. And once one starts to mold, 
mold. They all start to mold. So use your flipping lemons <laughs> and do something good. I hate wasting produce. I hate wasting. So let's not waste these experiences. Let's do something awesome with them. I completely agree with you. I'm proud of you, Ryan. I'm so excited. I know you were on a totally different path and you've had to rearrange everything and, and COVID happened and it's continuing to happen, but we're navigating just fine and we're showing our tenacity and our resilience and, and we're doing great things still. Exactly. And as long as we all keep working together, eventually we'll push through this massive lemon moment in history um, <laughs> and hopefully I'll come out on the other side with some fresh lemonade. Yes, it is definitely raining lemons right now. <laughs> well, if there's nothing else you can think of at the moment, um, if people want to get in touch with you or follow your journey or maybe even hire you to work with them, Um, what would be the best way for people to follow you and get in contact with you? Oh, Ryan, I wish I had a great answer to that question. And maybe (laughs) when this podcast comes out, it will be available. Um, right now I, we are just incorporating our business is called the legacy collaborative and we're setting up our website right now. So I will be at the legacy collaborative.com. Um, also reaching out. I don't have any other information to share at this time. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, they will just contact you, Ryan, and then I'll send you information. I don't have an answer to that question. Like I said, I'm a work in progress. Well, that is completely all right. Um, As you continue to grow and build your business and build your clientele, um, we'd be happy to share your info on our social media as well. So once you do have that stuff ready, if people are listening to this episode, um, you guys can head over to either my Facebook, Twitter, um, and you can find some of those links in the future once Jen has all that up and running and ready to share with the world. Yay. Thanks, Ryan. That was nice and diplomatic. Thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) I do want to be, I do want a business one of these days that actually monetizes some services, but we're not there yet. I can completely relate to that. I've started a, (laughs) a variety of endeavors in my short lifetime thus far, and only a handful of them have returned on my investment. Hey, you know what? We're not ashamed. It is better to try and fail than to live a life of regret. So let's, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to keep starting things. That's, we're going to keep starting things for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of my biggest role models that I, I always think about if I'm going through a failure is Walt Disney. He tried numerous times with various ventures and animation studios that failed miserably before he ever created a successful cartoon, which ultimately led into the Walt Disney Company as we know it today. So if you're struggling, remember, even some of the greatest entrepreneurs failed miserably before they ever were successful. I bet all the entrepreneurs failed miserably before they were ever successful. Failure is a big part of learning how to find success. Exactly. And my favorite way to look at it is fail forward. As long as you're moving forward, you're good to go. That's right. Learn from those failures. Don't dwell on them. Well. All right, Ryan. That's all we got for today, right? That's pretty much all I've got. We know how to get in touch with you. And I look forward to seeing how your business continues to grow and all the people that you'll be able to touch their lives and change their life for the better. Thanks, Ryan. It's been fun. And as always, thank you guys for joining us today for another episode of Crush and Lemons. And a big shout out to Jen for helping inspire me to even create this podcast. 
If you want to learn more about this podcast, check out our social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Crush and Lemons, and send us a tweet with ideas for future episodes. And if you or someone you know would be interested in being one of our future guests, send us a note to crushandlemons at gmail.com. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, please share it with someone you know and consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever streaming service you've listened to today. It really helps us grow. If you're dealing with your own lemon moment, just remember you're never alone. There's always other people out there who've gone through similar things. We look forward to sharing more stories with you in the future. In the meantime, keep an ear out for when our next episode drops and work to turn your lemon moments into your very own lemonade.